Welcome to a new episode of Big Sister Conversations. I'm your host, Enola. One of the most challenging things about being a Christian is that you have to maintain spiritual disciplines. It's one thing to be saved, but you need to build a relationship with God. And if there's anything I know about relationships, it's that they require time, effort, and intentionality to thrive. It's the same in developing a relationship with God. In today's episode, we're talking about personal devotions or quiet time, if you will. This episode is for you if you've been struggling with your quiet time or you could just do with some encouragement in that area. But before we dive into that, I want to invite you to subscribe to my newsletter if you haven't done so already. I send out monthly emails to keep you encouraged and inspired. The link is in the description section, so please subscribe. When I was much younger, my mom used to buy me devotionals as a way of encouraging me to study my Bible. I grew up in a Christian home. So think of Tops. I don't know if you guys know Tops. It's like this devotional that uses cartoons. I liked it. It was really fun. Um, there was also a daily manner for children. There was this one too. Um, it's called Designer Jeans Devotional. It's like for one year. I had so many. I can't even remember their names now. And generally, I enjoyed reading them. Well, I read them for fun. It's not like I used to read the Bible passage. I would just pick the devotional and maybe just read some of the stories and everything. But I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. And that was like my first introduction to spiritual disciplines and building a relationship with God. So when I started to take my faith more seriously, I was in uni at the time. I found out that I had to build a habit of reading my Bible and praying daily. Of course, nobody forced me or nobody came to meet me like, oh, if you don't read your Bible and pray, you're going to hell. No, it was just that I realized that if I was in a relationship with God, then I had to know him. And some of the avenues through which I could get to know him were or are my spiritual disciplines. So if you're new to the Christian faith and you're wondering what I mean by spiritual disciplines, they mean different things, really. But if I had to give a definition, I would just say there are avenues through which you get to build a relationship with God. So they include stuff like studying your Bible, praying, fasting, giving, worship. All of these things make up your spiritual disciplines. Basically, things you do that help you get closer to God. Those are spiritual disciplines. So when, when I became a Christian, well, I became a Christian early. But when I started to take my faith more seriously in university... I realized that, okay, this is something I have to start doing consistently. But it was a struggle. I didn't even know where to start. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know where to read. I didn't even know what to pray. Everything was really overwhelming for me. Fast forward to 2022. It's been six years since I embarked on this journey of trying to know Jesus personally. And as far as spiritual disciplines are concerned, I have come a long way. Of course, I'm not yet but at least i feel like i've gathered some experience along the way that would be useful for me to share in this episode of course this is this is not to say that if you follow these disciplines you know ah you will get it right 24 no 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 they would help you but i don't make it less of a struggle but the truth is building anything especially something that has discipline in the name like spiritual disciplines you can already imagine that it's going to be a little hard so my goal today is to just share some of the things that have helped me and just to encourage you if you're slacking or maybe you're just in a dry spell where everything is boring, 
my goal today is to encourage you to get your fire back and be more consistent with your disciplines. So before we get into talking about why you should spend time with God, I feel like something that would be great to address first would be like maybe the wrong reasons for spending time with God or like reasons why you don't need to spend time with God. Stick with me, you get what I'm saying? <laughs> so you don't need to spend time with God to avoid hell. I know that like growing up, one of the major fears I had was missing heaven like I remember as a child when I wake up and the whole house is quiet especially on a Saturday morning I start wondering if I've missed rapture so I've kind of lived with the fear of hell for a long time but anyway that story for another day would unpack that in subsequent episodes but you don't need to spend time with God right as a way to avoid hell you will not go to hell if you don't read your bible or pray the only reason you would go to hell is rejecting Jesus as your Lord and Savior. But as regards spiritual disciplines, they have nothing to do with your going to heaven or earth, sorry, <laughs> heaven or hell. So why should you now spend time with God if it means that, you know, you can get away with it, God will not punish you for it? Well, you spend time with God because you need to get to know him. So when you become saved, the next thing is building a relationship with God. And if you know anything about boy-girl relationship, I mean, one of the trademarks is talking a lot, talking on the phone, going on dates, spend time together. Why? Because you're trying to get to know the person. So that's the same thing with spiritual disciplines. You use them so that you get to know who God is. And the beauty is that as you get to know God, you start to, you know, resemble him. So if, you, if you've seen couples that have been together for a really long time, say like 50 years, married couples, well, I don't know how true it is, but people say that they eventually start to look alike. But there's sense in that because they start copying each other's mannerisms. It's the same thing here. If I watch a lot of American or British movies, I promise you, give me one week, <laughs> I'll start speaking with a fake British or American accent. There's just something about being with somebody that rubs off on you. So same thing with God. There's something about being with God that makes you look like God. So I'm just going to talk about some of the tips that would help you. Some of them, I learned them the hard way. Some of them, I learned them from other people's experiences and resources. But, you know, I'll share everything I know on that with you today. The first thing is that spending time with God requires intentionality. Hmm. I know it sounds basic, but intentionality will save you a lot of problems in trying to build spiritual disciplines. What do I mean by intentionality? So don't put your relationship with God on cruise. Like just we we'll just see how, we will just see how it goes. You no, know, it's just vibes. If I feel like it, I will do it. If I don't feel like it, I will not do it. If you wait till you feel like it, you'll probably be the person that prays once in three weeks because truth is hardly any person feels like praying all the time, right? You probably just bring your needs to God when they are pressing, like, oh, God, I need this. Oh, God, please help me. Oh, God, please do this. Oh, God, please do that. And you miss the whole point of being in a relationship with God. So you need to put intentionality. Tell yourself that, okay, I'm trying to build a relationship with God. And in building a relationship with God, I am going to be faithful to show up every day. Something that I found to do, right, is to challenge yourself. Start with a challenge if you're new to this whole thing. Tell yourself, okay, for... The next 30 days, I'm going to show up and have a date with God. I remember when I first became serious with my faith, that's what I used to call it, like, oh, I have a date with God. So 
I have an appointment with God. So over the next 30 days, I'm giving myself a challenge. I have a date with God and set a time to it. Put structure. I cannot overemphasize the importance of structure. Otherwise, you just go about your day and realize somehow, somehow, somehow it's three weeks and you have not prayed or read your Bible other than when you're in church on Sunday. Fix a time for your quiet time. So in, in, in I found that early in the morning works for me. But I also know that, right, we're in different seasons of life and then it might not be so easy for you to have your quiet time first thing in the morning, particularly if you're at home and, you know, your family's at home and everything. I know in school, so my quiet time used to be around 5 a.m. At home, sometimes it's like 8 a.m. when the whole house is empty. That's when I now have time to do my quiet time. But I found that I'm a morning person, so sometimes I still try to go on for 5 a.m., so fix 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 a time to it. Tell yourself from this time to this time I'm meeting with God. You could start with fifteen minutes, right? You could start with thirty minutes. If you're new to it, don't overwhelm yourself and say, Oh, I'm going to pray for an hour today. You realize that one hour can be like a thousand <laughs> can be like a thousand years. So start small and then you increase as you go. You don't want to build momentum that you cannot sustain. So build build stamina because you will do this for the rest of your life, dear. <laughs> so put some structure to it. Fix a time to it. Then also plan. Know ahead of time. Okay, this is what I'll be doing. Have a plan. It's super important to have a plan because one of the things that I used to struggle with was, so I'd wake up by 5 a.m. I'll now put my Bible. What are we reading today, Lord? <laughs> Show me. <laughs> Show me, Father. I'll start flipping through passages. Anyone that catches my fancy problem with that is the day nothing catches my fancy i'll be there for 30 minutes nothing so you don't want to do that have a plan so what i have been doing for a really long time is to read a book of the bible so i just pick a random book of the bible and i read a chapter per day and so every day i know there's something to expect as i'm waking up i know okay today i'm reading exodus chapter 5 so that that, that also helps another thing is to try devotionals too um if you know you version bible plan I'll put a link in the description section if you're not familiar with it. They have tons of Bible plan there on different topics. So that's another great place to start. Every day you know there's something waiting for me. Or you could also use regular devotions like the kind my mom used to get. But, you know, for adults, mine was for children. You could also try those ones to basically just have, just know what you're doing. Then also with prayer. Something that's helped me with prayer is to keep a prayer list Otherwise, some days I'd just be like, Father, what are we praying about? Not because I don't know what to pray about, but there's just so many things in my mind. I'm not sure which to settle for. So at some point, I had a prayer schedule. So on Mondays, can I remember clearly now? On Mondays, I was praying for my... Okay, at that point, I was a, like, I was like a small group leader in church. So on Mondays, I was praying for my small group um for my small group members tuesday i think i was praying for my family wednesday i was praying for church leaders and believers all over the world thursday i was praying for my family friday i was praying for my personal needs like that like that <laughs> so it's up to you you know i'm just i'm just giving you an example to help so that's the first thing building a relationship with god requires intentionality nothing about intentionality is that you have to also be intentional about what you consume when you're not doing your quiet time so there was a point where I was struggling with my quiet time and God led me to this verse. I can't remember where it is exactly, so I'm just going to quote it as I remember. To him that is full, honey is bitter. Like him that the person that is full, that is satisfied, the person does not want to take honey. But somebody that is hungry, if you give the person something that is bitter, that person will take it because to the person it's sweet. 
I would put that um, the Bible verse in the description section if you want to check it out. That verse was a game changer for me because I realized that when I fed my soul with junk food, by junk food I mean Netflix and chill, social media, novels, all of that stuff. By the time I want to now have my quiet time, there's no space in my soul. My soul is full, you know, like of chatter. I'm distracted. The Bible is boring to me because I've tasted fun. <laughs> Not like the Bible isn't fun, but you get. So I have to be more intentional. So that's why I prefer to have my quiet time first thing in the morning. My brain is blank. And all through the day, I also know like, when you become a believer, some things will just naturally fall away. So let me know. Let me not talk too much. <laughs> but yeah, um, be careful about what you consume during the day. Don't stuff your soul so full that when you're not sitting before God, it's like you just finished ice cream and pizza and somebody's giving you a band. I don't know, your worst soap, whatever it is. <laughs> so yeah, that's the first thing. Second thing I want to talk about is that your personal devotion is less about perfection than it is about spending time with the Lord. And I had to learn this the hard way. And this point might apply better for people who have been Christians for a little longer. So I like quietness when I'm studying, when I'm focusing, when I'm concentrating. There has to be pin drop silence. Like, <laughs> which is weird because I'm a noisemaker. <laughs> but once I'm in that zone of concentrating or even working, it has to be quiet. I don't work with music. I don't read with music unless I'm just catching crows and the book is not entering. But if I'm focusing, everywhere has to be quiet. Problem with that is I want my environment to be serene. I have a way I want things to be. I have a way I want my mental state to be. And if it's not like that, I just it just makes me feel like I haven't done my quiet time well for that day. But something God has been teaching me is that it's more about spending time with him than, you know, having everything perfect. There are some days, I remember when I had a 9 to 5, my quiet time was usually done in the bus because I had to leave my house before 6. And I get home like around 9, 10. So, you know, by the time I sleep and wake up, all I, all the time I have is just to rush out of the house. To be having my quiet time in the bus where conductors are screaming, oh, shoddy, oh, shoddy, and people are fighting for a change. God, it was horrible, but I didn't have a choice. I just had to make it work. And honestly, it didn't feel like I was having a quiet time. I won't even lie. But I know that it was... So the thing about building a quiet time is consistency. The more you do it, that's when you reap the reward. So don't worry about it being beautiful or like, you know, everything is in perfect condition. You have five versions of the Bible you want. There's a cup of coffee. There's like, you know, you have, you have a journal. You have colorful highlighters. You have a pen. You know, you have worship music playing softly in the background. It might not always be like that, dear. If you have younger ones at home, <laughs> my nephew and niece <laughs> never allow me to have a quiet, quiet time. Once they're awake, just know that. Mm -mm. And I, I mean, I don't mind because I know like, okay, if I have children, so that's how it's going to be sometimes. So, or if you live like in a place where from like 5 a.m., they're already playing music. So the thing is, you're personal devotion is less about perfection than spending time with God. What it's about is spending time with God. However way it happens sometimes. Sometimes it's rushed. Sometimes all I can do is five minutes. Though that one is when I do manage my time well, but you get you get what I mean. So the third thing just kind of like extends the first, the second one. Um, it's when you start your quiet time, when you start to build consistency, many times you start from a place of duty. 
like I have to do this and it's not fun I mean if you've ever studied for an exam you know that it is not fun but you don't have a choice you don't have a choice you have to study God knows I hated hated with everything in me study for bar finals I hated it but I did not have a choice so I just had to do it and weirdly I enjoyed it I mean, I would never want to do it again in my life or in the one to come, but <laughs> I enjoyed it. Like, eventually, it was fun. These days, I've been trying to go back to an early morning quiet time, 5.30 a.m. Let me tell you how I struggled this morning. My alarm rang at 5.15 because, you know, I found out that when my alarm rings by 5.30, I don't get up to 5.40, so I tried to move it back a bit. So I sat up in bed and I was... I didn't sit up. I laid down. I removed the cover clothes and I'm like, okay... Time to get up. Time to get up soon. Until literally I heard God tell me, it's discipline, yo. It's not supposed to be easy. Get up. Get up and go and pray. And I'm like, I don't want to go. It's cold. I still want to sleep because I don't sleep in the afternoon. So I'm like, once I get up, that's the end. I want to hold on to it, but it's discipline. So I got up. Same thing day for yesterday. I literally had to pep talk myself into getting up. It's not easy, but eventually the thing is it would switch to a place of delight where <clears throat> sorry you would be looking forward to spending time with god you would enjoy it and in fact before five let's assume yours is 5 32 but like 5 20 already and sorry i'm so excited i'm tripping over myself there'll be a point where god will help you too at first you might start out in your own strength right but like see me saying god was literally the one encouraging me and telling me to get up in fact, if my alarm doesn't ring by 5.30, I'm pretty certain he would wake me because we have, we have a meeting. So get up. <laughs> get up. So that's the thing. You move to a point where it's easy. God is helping you because he wants to spend time with you, th- you. He wants to spend time with you th- too. And so it's to his advantage. Well, not really, but <laughs> he enjoys it when you show up. Yeah, that's what I mean. Okay, so the fourth thing I would say is there is absolutely room for creativity in spending time with God. There's no one way to spend time with God. There's no routine. There's no A to B to C. That is how to do it. Mm-mm. There are different ways. My quiet time has taken different shapes over the years. There are times where I've, I've literally used, like I've written down my prayers. Well, at that point, prayer was such a struggle for me. So, <laughs> But then... It, that one did not last too long. So please don't don't say you want to start writing out, down your prayers and that's how you continue to do it. No, 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 no. You have to come to a point where you talk, right? You don't always text your friends. Sometimes you talk to them on phone. So, yeah. But yeah, I've tried to employ different methods. With Bible study, I've tried different methods. I've tried soap, scripture, observation, application, and prayer. So there are different things I've tried, different techniques. I've tried to have my quiet time in the afternoon. I tried to play worship music first. The, your creativity is unlimited. You can't. It's time with God. It's a date, literally. Just make sure the basics are there. Studying the word and praying. However way you now want to do it, it's up to you. Be creative about it. These days, journaling is a part of my quiet time, right? Because I enjoy it. You can add something else that you enjoy. You can decide to add praise and worship, like you'll be dancing and clapping, that kind, to your quiet time. Be creative. Don't just do the same boring stuff that you've seen people do. Finally, <clears throat> there are times where you need other people to help you. I've heard my um, school pastor say that your relationship with God is personal, but it's not private. You can't do it on your own sometimes. I remember one of the things that helped me consistency was having an accountability partner. 
So at that time, I would read my Bible and then I would share my thoughts with him. Like, oh, okay, this is what I learned. And he would also share his thoughts with me. And I looked forward to it every day. I think we did that for like a month. And it really helped me. But I know that it can be hard to find an accountability partner. So what you can do, maybe you can invite a friend. Let's do a Bible plan together. Or you can just have somebody, maybe a little older, that you just report to the person. Oh, okay, every day I'll tell you when I've done my quiet time. Can you just keep track for me? If I've not texted you today, please reach out to me. Let me know. <clears throat> Let me explain why I haven't done that. There's a lot of power in accountability and you should utilize it. You should. That's everything I have to say <laughs> on the topic. Really quickly, guys, before we wrap up this episode, I want to do a quick social media shout out to some of our listeners who sent in the sweetest reviews. Shout out to Olua Tony. She said, I can totally relate to everything you shared on your podcast. We definitely need more of this content. I'm looking forward to your amazing episodes. More strength in Jesus name. Amen. Thank you so much, Tony. Also, shout out to Bolu. She said, I listened to your podcast and I'm greatly inspired. Thank you. Thank you so much, Bolu. Finally, shout out to Esther. Her review was so beautiful. Here's a snippet. That relationship part, that's the advice, as in that's the best way to say it. So she was referring to the last episode where I talked about how the best way, you know, to prepare for a relationship is to just rest really. Thank you for your beautiful reviews, you guys. It means so much to me. Please keep them coming. Just a quick recap so you don't forget anything I've said because I know I said a lot today. Um, spending time with God, you don't do it as a way to avoid punishment or hell. You do it because you're trying to get to know God. You build spiritual disciplines because you want to spend time with God. That's your motive. That's your reason. And let me add this. Don't beat yourself up if you miss a day or two on this journey of trying to build spiritual disciplines. Give yourself grace, right? If you miss, there's something I've heard somebody say, can't remember who. If you miss today, don't miss tomorrow. That's all. But don't beat yourself. Oh my God, I'm a failure. Ha, how could I? Wow, God, why? <laughs> don't, no, no, don't do that. If you miss a day, just pick it up again the next day. But if you notice you've been struggling, reach out to somebody and ask them to help you. So I mentioned five things that could help you. First of all, it requires intentionality. You have to plan. You have to put some structure to it. Your personal devotion is less about perfection and more about spending time with God. Then three, you might start from a place of duty, but eventually you will turn to delight. Even on the days where it is ordinary, just keep showing up. Just keep showing up. The days angel don't, angels don't whisper words of revelation and insight into your ears and it's just like you're just bleh. Continue. Continue. God rewards faithfulness. Then there's also room for creativity, you know, switch things up once in a while. And finally, harness the power of accountability. Thank you for listening to this episode of Big Sister Conversations. If you liked it, please leave a review and share with your friends whom you know will find it helpful. You can also follow me on Twitter at Enola underscore Adeko and tag me with your thoughts on the topic. Until next time, remember that God loves you and I'm rooting for you.